Make sure that you surround yourself with things that you love, things that make you feel good, things that lift you up, things that inspire you, that motivate you, that cause you to want to just rise up. I'm Christy Code Red, and you're listening to Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle, where we believe food holds the power to heal or poison, and we believe our society has been misled regarding proper nutrition and weight loss. You're in the right place if you're looking for some straight up truth, because I'm here to shed light on the lies and brainwashing that has taken place over the past five decades. Thanks so much for listening. Welcome back to another episode of Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle. I'm your host, Christy Code Red, author, entrepreneur, retired professional boxer. And I really appreciate you tuning in. There are a million, what are there, 200,000 podcasts in this world? I mean, there are so many or just in the United States. I don't know. And yet you chose to listen to mine. So thank you for watching on YouTube. Thank you for listening where your favorite listening platform is. Thank you for the rating, the reviewing. Thank you for sharing this. And if you are listening on on YouTube, I would love to hear your comments below. I read your comments. I reply to your comments and I appreciate your interaction with me. It's funny because I do remember who you are when you come and see me at events and you tell me like you tell me your Instagram name or your your YouTube name or something. I can almost always match up who you are. So I do build relationships with you even on this kind of a platform, even this way. And it makes a difference. And of course, I I always do want to encourage you though to come to events if you can. I do host events in person quite often. Normally they're in Boise. We used to do events all over the country, but ever since COVID, it's really changed things. And people aren't as willing to travel. I will tell you, I'm going to be uh, speaking at KetoCon, the largest keto conference in the world, July 8th, 9th, and 10th. I'm going to be speaking on main stage. So please come see me in Austin, Texas, July 8th, 9th, and 10th. It's a three-day conference at KetoCon where... It's everything keto related. Now, Code Red is not 100% keto. There are differences between Code Red and keto, but I do love keto more than I love the standard American diet. You know, I <laughs> keto is definitely moving in a direction of bringing down those high levels of blood sugar, those high blood sugar the levels, bringing down that A1C, bringing down that fasting glucose and getting you off sugar. We consume way too much sugar in this society, and we know that sugar feeds into disease. We know it feeds into sickness. We know it ages the organs. We know it feeds into cancer. We know this. So we've got to get off the sugar, and at keto, at least gets you off the sugar. So we can agree on that. Uh, KetoCon is a lot of fun. It's at the Palmer Center in Austin, and that thing is packed with vendors from all over the world. So come and watch me. I'm going to be speaking I am really excited about this. You can get tickets at ketocon.org and you can, I think that you can use the code code red 10 or just code code red 10, I think gets you 10% off your ticket. So you can choose a one day option or or a three day option. Also in June, 2022, we do have uh, events in Boise, June 10th and 11th, Friday night and Saturday morning and Saturday night. I was not able to get the bigger ballroom. So we only have 50 people at each event. And I believe at the time I'm recording this, they are half sold out. We do have a room block with discounted rooms at the Hampton Inn, which is one block away downtown. 
and at the Grove. So plenty of opportunity for you to connect at a Rebel Reunion. And also, I am starting a workshop series uh, where I'm going to teach six different topics over the course of 12 weeks. So one every other Friday, I will be teaching it. And you can either join me in person at the Cottonwood Grill in Boise, or you can join me virtually via Zoom. And there are six different topics I'm going to be teaching on. And again, this is not like a rebel reunion where we we get to know each other and we hug and we take pictures and there's products. It's not like that. It is a workshop. We're there to learn. It's a 90-minute workshop. And your ticket price is going to come with your workbook. And if you're in person, it's also going to come with a three-course meal. Virtually, of course, it doesn't. That's why the virtual ticket is so much lower. The recordings will not be available. So I do expect you to show up and participate. And the readings, the reason I'm not doing recordings available is because it's not a numbers game for me, you guys. If it was a numbers game and I just cared about money, I would be like, yeah, sure. Anybody can get a ticket at any time and I'll send you the recording. But the reality is people don't watch the recording. They don't. They think they're going to. They don't. And I don't want a low quality client. I want a client who's going to show up and participate. I want a client who takes this seriously, who is like, yeah, this is exactly the subject that I need to learn about. So I'm going to show up. I'm going to clear my schedule. I'm going to get childcare or whatever you're going to do, take off work and you're going to show up and participate. Bring your, pr- your pen. I'm going to have pens there in person, but bring, get your workbook printed out. Those of you who are joining me in person, I will bring your workbook with me. So no need to print that out. Show up and participate. I care more about that than I care about the money. I want you to take, take ownership of this. All right. And so that's going to, that's starting March 4th, 2022. And it's going to go every other Friday for 12 weeks. And then I'll repeat those topics. If I do have a topic that just bombs for some reason, I'm not going to repeat that topic. I mean, I want to do what the people want. And this workshop is what the people want. They want small group connection. They want small group coaching. They want an opportunity to learn more from me. Well, I'm meeting the needs of the community. So lots of opportunities to connect in person, lots of chances to be with like-minded people. And today's podcast is called Out with the Old. Miles and I split up after a 10-year-long marriage. We split up at the end of 2021, towards the end of 2021, after years of unresolved problems. I'm definitely not going to go into any detail. It's nobody's business. Although I have lived my life out on social media and out in front of all of you. So I, I kind of think there is a certain amount that you're obligated to knowing because it's like, well, Christy, you've trained us. You've let us into all aspects of your life. And now you're like, no, I don't want you to know. I out of respect for Miles, it's just not, I'm not going to go into the, de- the details, but we definitely have grown apart and we saw our lives heading in different directions. And instead of just continuing to fight and to continuing to butt heads on things and continuing to be miserable, my happiness and his happiness, it's more important. And we have to live our truth, both of us. And the truth came out. The truth came out. The truth was that neither of us were happy. And finally, it was said out loud. And so what I did was I bought a condo downtown Boise. And at the same time, five days later, I bought a cabin, a cottage at Tamarack. Because for the last seven years, I've been spending my weekdays at Tamarack and I've been spending weekends in Boise. And Tamarack is 
part of my mental health. I know that that phrase gets really thrown around a lot, mental health, mental health. But the Tamarack is out. It's a Tamarack resort in Donnelly, Idaho, is a place where it's a Four Seasons resort. But we're always there during the middle of the week when the crowds are much less. There's hardly anybody there during the weekdays. And I spend a lot of time outside. I grew up in Northern Idaho, where we were surrounded by timber, by property, by trees, hundreds of acres. I would ride my horse just to, to, it was endless, endless areas to go ride, logging roads, lakes, ponds, streams. It was just the most magical childhood. And Tamarack reminds me of that quite a bit, just a lot of time in the woods. And I really love being out in nature and I really love being with my dogs. And so when, when Miles bought me out of my half of our chalet, I took that money and I purchased my own cottage. The chalet was much bigger. The cottage is much smaller and it's perfect size for me and Vinny. And it's, abs- it's really wonderful. However, <laughs> my cottage was just a bit beat up. It had been road hard and put away wet by renters. I mean, listen, like I'm not, not all of you guys who rent. I'm not saying all of you, certainly not you, but renters will beat up your stuff. <laughs> renters will beat up your stuff. And let me tell you, they did a number on this cabin. So I got it for a little less than the, than the other cottages were going for. And I knew going into it that a lot of it was broken and a lot of it needed to be replaced. And the painting, the carpet, the appliances, the flooring, the re, you know, the remodeling, you know, and, and these, these, all these properties at Tamarack were, Tamarack were built in 2004, 2005. So they're coming up on 20 years. And, and you guys know, if any of you guys have been to Tamarack and you've been in any of the piece of the properties, it was built nice. Like the, the, it's sturdy furniture, sturdy, very sound, very sturdy, hardly any problems with these properties, whether you get a custom home or a cottage or a chalet or a townhome, there are different, you know, or, or a village condo, there are different property sizes, different types, and there are hundreds of them out there. And they were built very nice. So the equipment and the furniture that has been in my cottage for the past 18 years, it's held up fine. But what I want to do is I'm having it remodeled. I'm having it gutted and remodeled. The paint redone, the carpet replaced. It's getting done next week. And I'm having the kitchen gutted and completely redone. And I'm supposed to be getting a bid here today. I realize that a lot of you guys will listen to this long, far down the road. And, you know, but at the time I'm recording this, I'm excited to get my bid for my remodel uh, for my kitchen, starting with the kitchen. And so in preparation for my remodel, I have been selling off some of pretty much all of the furniture, existing furniture in the house. And not because it's beat up, not because, you know, it certainly has ha- it has its wear and tear. It's actually really nice stuff and I'm letting it go dirt cheap. And I just sold my last piece this past weekend. I'm letting it go because I'm making room for the new, out with the old, in with the new. And I didn't want the construction workers to have to work around a dining room table that I just wasn't going to. I'm not, I'm absolutely not going to keep a huge Jesus size, last supper size dining room table with six chairs with a leaf. I mean, the thing is enormous, but it's sturdy and strong and gorgeous. It's just that I'm a single girl with a dog and I don't need that. I don't need, I'm not going to, you know, what I've, what I've learned here sidebarring is that when I redesigning my new life, I am taking more of a minimalist approach. 
that I'm not going to buy anything unless it serves a purpose and unless, unless it brings me joy. And a big, huge dining room table that's smack dab right in the middle of where the workers need to work and I don't even use, it's not serving a purpose to me anymore. It needs to go to a new family who can use this and, and go on to live what it was meant to, to live. And it's still in great shape. So I got rid of that. I got rid of the of the end tables, the coffee tables. I don't like coffee tables. They don't serve a purpose for me. I got rid of the 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 hide a bed. I don't want to hide a bed. I can't move it. My back can't move it. I don't want to hide a bed. I got rid of the big leather sofas. I don't want I don't want big leather sofas. I don't want a, a, a sofa and a love seat. It's too much. It's too much for me. It's just me and Vinny. All right. And I realize there's a resale, you know, that I need to think about resale as well. But while I'm while I'm going through this phase of reinventing this cottage and redesigning it and redecorating it and remodeling it, I'm thinking I'm going to go out with the old and in with the new. And I'm thinking what's going to be the best for me moving forward? I want I don't need a recliner. Okay, I don't sit around. I don't need, you know, I don't need the stuff that society tells me that I need, like a coffee table. I I I get it that it, you know, my mom gets so mad. She's like, "Christy, like the other day I bought a and you know just a small accent table here at my condo to act as a a nightstand and I just bought one and she said no you can't just buy one your room is off balance my room is off balance I don't give a rat's fanny if my room is off balance it, I am the only one who lives here who am I trying to impress it needs to be functional so I do want but she's got a little bit of a point you know I I understand that it needs to be anchored and balanced and there needs to be some sort of but it needs to also be functional. And you know, I I like things that nest inside each other, like nesting ottomans or nesting side tables and things that can be condensed. I don't like a lot of clutter. I don't want a lot of stuff. And so I'm going out with the old. I'm getting rid of artwork that is outdated that I don't like that doesn't bring me joy. I'm getting rid of pieces that I can't see me taking into my future. I I meant to lower my voice. <laughs> taking into my future. And I, I have been doing this for the past you know, couple of months with all aspects of my life, my clothes. And of course, you guys know I'm very good about cleaning out my closet, my clothes, you know, the, the toiletries that I use. Do you use this or do you just, just keep this face cream around because it was a gift? You know, it, just a different, my makeup, you know, are you keeping that around just because um, you bought it, you thought you were going to like it, you didn't, and you're not using it because it's brand new. There are lots of things that we keep around out of obligation, out of guilt. Well, it was a gift, guilt, obligation. Well, I bought it brand new. I have to keep it. There are a lot of things that we keep and I've got no problem throwing things away. I really, really don't throw it away, give it away, give it to the shelter, give it to the, the, the goodwill, give it away as a gift. You know, if it hasn't been used, I don't know whatever you want to do, but you need to clean it out out with the old. And this can apply to every area of your life. In the 10-pound takedown challenge linked up below, we do I do a teaching called clean out your newsfeed because this is something that is going to happen while you're going through weight loss because it's not just weight loss, you know, you're not you're not losing some weight for MTV spring break. You're not not my clients. You're not losing weight because you want to make your boyfriend's ex-girlfriend jealous. You, you, you're not losing weight for that reason. My people that are coming to me, that are coming to Code Red, are saving their lives. They're this close to weight loss surgery. They're this close to having a foot amputated. They're 
this close to retinal neuropathy. They're this close to impotence. They are really knocking on the door of some serious diseases because of their caused by their obesity. And so we're looking for lifestyle changes at Code Red. Like we really are. And the same person that you were when you were obese is not the same person that you are when you are on this health journey. It's they're not the same person. And what that means is you will not be able to lead the same kind of life. And that will not involve the same people, not all the time and not everybody. But when you make a lifestyle change, you generally change the people that you hang out with, that you communicate with, that you interact with on a regular basis. And I don't mean to sound mean, but some people have got to go. There are that there's that group of friends who always do Margarita Mondays. And I bring up Margarita Mondays a lot. I bring up Taco Tuesdays a lot. I bring up, you know, because I remember I, I used to be fat. I know exactly. I wasn't really a heavy drinker, but I do know that Margarita Mondays, you know, like two for one margaritas at, down at the local Mexican place. And you guys are all like double fisting the margaritas before 6 p.m. And you're doing the chips and the salsa and the fajitas and, and the churro for dessert. And you're packing on, you know, a good 4,000 calories and you're making yourself, you're doing this on a regular basis. Those girlfriends who are fat, sick, metabolically broken, and who really like to drink, I, I don't know what your future looks like with those girls. And you're going to have to make some tough decisions here. You might need to limit. I'm trying to be nice here. I'm trying to be nice here because I don't want to turn you off and make you like, I can't do that, Christy. And then to completely just give up on the whole idea. You might need to drastically limit the amount of time you spend with these Margarita Monday girls, or you might need to not go to Bunko group for a while because when you go, it's peanut brittle out the yin yang. It's wine. It's and I, I used to do Bunko. I know what they bring to those parties. And when you're just sitting at the card table playing the bunco, you're not, you're, there's not a whole lot to do. So what do you do? You eat and you drink. And it's quote unquote fun to do that. Well, that might mean if you're not strong enough to say no, that might mean, you know, cutting out your bunco participation temporarily anyway. It might involve cutting some people out of your life. And let me tell you, you do not need to make a huge announcement about it. Let me tell you something. I mean, you want to you want to piss off some people really, really quick. Be a jerk about it. You know, if it is a real jerk thing to say when you say, like, let me tell you something like I'm I'm getting I'm getting healthy and I can't hang around you guys anymore because you don't make healthy choices and you guys are making me get fat. Now, I mean, oh, Lord, I can't I'm just cringing, even just repeating that. Like, don't do that. If you want to say something, surely there's got to be a better way to say it. you can blame it on me for crying out loud. Listen, guys, have you seen my coach? You haven't seen my coach. She's really scary. She used to be a pro fighter. I'm not going to cross her. I'm going to stick to this. Why aren't you coming to the pool for, for drinks? Well, uh, you know, I'm really trying to cut back on my drinking and it's really hard for me to be around that right now. I mean, they're going to understand, but people are pushers. There is so much social pressure out there to drink and to eat junk food. I mean, go to a go to a party, go to a restaurant and drink hot tea while everybody else is abusing food, sugar and alcohol because that's what they're doing. I mean, you'd look around, look around at the amount of food that people eat. It's abuse. 
But we don't we're not really comfortable saying that right now. We're becoming more comfortable, but it's the, the abusing food is accepted in our society. You know, you abuse alcohol, you abuse drugs, but obesity is killing more people than drugs and alcohol combined each year. So why aren't we talking about this? Well, if you are sitting there just drinking hot tea and having control and restraint and you're enjoying the company and people can see that you are not eating, let me tell you, Katie, bar the door. They are going to be so rude to you about it. I've been in this industry 28 years. I'm telling you, this is what I've seen across the board is it because people are uncomfortable with your control and your restraint and your resolve and your discipline. That's going to convict them. So what are they going to do? They're going to pick on you about it. They're going to bully you. They're going to push you because they want you. They want you to feel as crappy as they do. They, that's making them uncomfortable. That's not your problem, though. So it might boil down to you cutting some people out of your life. We talk about the 10 pound takedown. You know, when I use the phrase uh, clean out your newsfeed, I'm talking about social media, which is part of our life. You know, we have the Code Red Private Network, which is an app, coderedlifestyle.com forward slash APP. And it's a one stop shop for you to be with us. I do weekly live videos, Q and A's where I can interact with you every Tuesday, Thursday, Sunday, and the Code Red Ringside. I, we post our daily before and after pictures. We feature people. We do motivational videos. We do support, education, information, and love. People post recipes, ideas, struggles. In our, we have our coaching groups. We have our products. It's a one-stop shop free from algorithms and ads and censorship and bullies. You're not going to get anything else in there except pure code red. But the reason we did that was because social media is so, it's so toxic if you consume too much of it. And really, I mean, a lot of people would argue it's toxic anyway, but I think there's a safe threshold for everything. And social media, listen, if you want to jump on Facebook because you want to see a picture of your new grandbaby, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I like social media. I like connecting. I can see what my cousins are doing and what my family's doing. And I can see what, you know, I can watch Carrie's chickens and I can watch, there's a lot. I like social media. I find because I am, I have done what I'm trying to get ready to, what I'm getting ready to tell you to do. I find it motivating. I find it encouraging social media. And the reason I find it encouraging is because I've cleaned out the crap I don't want to see. I clean out the political crap I don't want to see. I clean out the recipes and the food I don't want to see. I don't want to see any alcohol. I have never been a drinker. I am not one that struggles with that. I don't want to see any friends that say it's wine 30. I clean that out. I, I clean out friends that say, I just want to rescue dogs and drink wine. I don't want a friend like that. I don't want a friend that needs to have alcohol is always chasing that buzz every single night or every single weekend. I don't want a friend like that. I don't want someone who lives for the weekends just so they can party and tie one on and go out drinking and dancing and go to bars. I'm not knocking you. Well, I guess I am kind of knocking you if you I don't know. I don't want to be around people like that. I don't want to be around someone who has to have that in their life. I want to be around people who value their health, who love dogs, who want to exercise, who value fitness, who, you know, they, 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 they love Jesus. You know, I want, I want to be around people who, who are, love their family and love family connection. I don't want to be around people who make it all about food. I don't make it all about food. So I clean out my newsfeed to reflect what I need to see for me. 
And that's so hard for so many people because, you know, Karen's been your friend for 28 years. I, you know, you don't need to block her. You don't need to be a jerk. You don't need to say anything. You can just unfollow. There's that unfollow button. There is that block button. If it comes down to it, there is that unfriend button. If it comes down to it, but you can unfollow and you don't, they will never know. And that's just what I have very strict boundaries and I have very strict requirements for things being in my newsfeed. And I just don't accept anything less than that. Well, Christy, which you're saying that, well, you think you're perfect and you think, no, I'm not saying that. I'm saying that there are, there, I'm, I'm seeking out people who vibrate at a frequency that I vibrate. I'm seeking out people who want what I want, who are striving for big goals, big dreams, high level stuff where I, that's what I'm striving for. I'm, I'm seeking out people who are willing to sacrifice who are willing to go through that pain, who are willing to go through that uncomfortable, like my buddy, Chris Gethin. I mean, my buddy, Chris Gethin, I've been friends with him going on four years and he seeks out being uncomfortable. My buddy, Chris Cavallini seeks out being uncomfortable because it trains them to be harder to kill. It trains their mind to be stronger, getting in an ice bath, getting in a 260 degree sauna, Like these are things like, I love that. I want to be around that because that just causes me to, to aspire higher, to level the F up. I'm looking for people like that. And I am not going to settle for less. My competition is doing it. My competition is working hard. My competition doesn't sleep. Now, of course, you guys know when I say doesn't sleep, I don't really mean that. Uh, Obviously, I'm very, very, I'm very militant with my sleep. And my competition, I'm not going to sit back. I'm I'm not going to rest on my laurels while my competition does the hard work. No way. I'm going one step further and I'm looking for people who are going one step further. And that's how serious I am about my health, about my sleep, about my goals, about my daily activities, about my company, about my family life, about the things that I am setting out to do. That's how serious I am. I don't want to be around someone who is not at that level. I don't. I have two girlfriends other than my sister, Carrie. I have two girlfriends. Somebody asked me this on Instagram this morning. Do you want girl time? I I don't generally know. I don't generally, I'm not really much of a person. A lot of people don't ask me to go out to parties and like get togethers and stuff because they are so, because they're so embarrassed with what they're eating and drinking. And That's okay with me. I don't want to be around people like that who abuse food, sugar, and alcohol. I don't. I don't want to be around it. And and before you get there and say, Christy, it's like you just, you know, people can break down and have a little bit of fun. And that's what you think fun is. I have gotten drunk before. I have, I have, I've gotten out, I've gotten drunk. Like, Lord have mercy. I mean, I could tell you stories. I'm not a lot, not a lot, but enough to know that it completely ruins the next two days. Why would I? want to ruin any days? Why would I not want to operate at a high level on every day? Well, when you drink too much and you, you, know, you, you go over the edge and you're hung over the next day, why would you want to... Oh, you guys, listen. One time I was in Vegas and I drank too much. It didn't just ruin the next day. It ruined the day after. It, was, it ruined Sunday and Monday, and I barely got home on that flight the next morning. I had like a 6 a.m. flight after being up all night partying hard, and 
had to be on a 6 a.m. flight. I barely made that flight. I was freaking sweating. I was throwing up. I was just, I was a mess. And I said, never again. And I've never done it. And I, I come from, you know, I could do a whole podcast on alcohol because I come from both of my grandparents on my mother's side were alcoholics. My sister is an alcoholic, my other sister. And I don't want to have anything to do with alcohol at all. I have the tendency for addiction being that it's in my family genetics and I don't want to have anything to do with it. But more than that, I don't want to have my day, my next day and the day after ruined. And that's what happens. And then you just like the, the damage it does to your body and the dehydration and the, the, the liver and the, just the, the, I don't know. I don't want to have anything to do with that. No, no. And so I don't want to be around people like that, even who want to do it once in a while for fun. And I'm making closies with my fingers here. I don't want to operate like that. I'm seeking for high level people. And therefore, I'm seeking for, (laughs) I'm seeking high level people because I'm a high level person. And that's the kind of people I want to surround myself with. People who believe that this is the right life, that health is the most precious thing that we have, that who I'm seeking people who love Jesus and people who want to be a kind, you know, but want to spread kindness, even when nobody's watching and someone who, you know, just loves being outside and they're thankful and grateful, showing gratitude. I want to be, I am that person. I want to be around people. So yeah, we clean out our newsfeed. We clean out our friends list out with the old. And again, I know this sounds rude, but moving forward, you want to surround yourself with people who are vibrating at your frequency and moving forward with my cottage. I'm surrounding myself with things that I love, things that spark joy. Come on, Marie Kondo. I learned so much from Marie Kondo. You guys go look that up on Netflix. Uh, Tidying up with Marie Kondo. She's a Japanese woman. I'm trying to think if it was Jap- yeah, Japanese woman. And she is absolutely amazing. And she declutters people's lives. But she says, you hold the object in your hand and you say to yourself, does this spark joy? Do I see myself with this in my future? And if you're really, truly honest with yourself about it, then you can let something go that doesn't spark joy. I recently bought a, I have here in my condo, I have this foyer. It's gorgeous. And I recently bought a, a little table. What do you call it? Like a coffee, like a coffee, not a coffee table, like a sofa table. It's kind of thin and long. And it goes under this, I have this giant mirror hanging in the foyer with this light. It's gorgeous. I mean, I think, I think the spot was meant for a big piece of artwork, but I went ahead and put a mirror there and I bought a table to put underneath the mirror and I let it sit there for two days, maybe one day. And I just didn't like it. I just didn't like it. It didn't, it didn't make me so happy like the rest of my condo does. And it bothered me. That's just a little thing that bothered me every time I walked by and saw it. I was like, ah, I just don't love it. First of all, it's half marble. The top was completely marble and it was heavy. And I getting it up to my condo, I live at the top of the Grove Hotel. And so I had to get the concierge to help me. And I was like, guys, would you please come and help me? And, and so then getting, so when I made the decision that I didn't, I mean, like part of me was going, ah, I don't want to haul that thing back down to my car and take it back to the store to return it. But part of me said, Christy, 
You can't live like this. You can't live with something, especially this expensive, that you don't love. It doesn't matter what it is. I don't care if it's a toothbrush or it's a, you know, I don't care what it is. You can't live with crap you don't love. You've got to put measures in place to make sure that you surround yourself with things that you love, things that make you feel good, things that lift you up, things that inspire you, that motivate you, that cause you to want to just rise up. And so I hauled that heavy piece of accessory or that furniture back down to my car, me and Benny, (laughs) you know, Benny goes with me everywhere. So, and I hauled it back down. The concierge helped me loaded it up and I took it back into the store and I just said, I can't do it. I can't do it. It just doesn't bring me joy. And I figured out what it is that I need to put there. And I'm taking my time looking for it. I'm not going to rush into it. I'm going to take my time and find the right piece that makes me happy. Out with the old. Every single aspect of your life, you need to carve out for yourself. You need to design your life. And you actually can. A lot of people think, dude, I'm just stuck. Well, I'm just stuck. I'm just stuck. You ain't stuck. No, you are not. You have control. Now, you are stuck with your baby daddy, like that part you're stuck with. You know, you guys couldn't make the marriage work, so you divorced and now you're sharing custody. I get that. I mean, I I share custody of Annabelle with Miles and we're getting along fine, but sometimes he makes snide remarks, you know, and and I just have to ignore it. I'm kind of stuck. I'm kind of stuck, you know, like whatever. There are certain things you're stuck with, but there's there's more that you can control than what you think. And I want to encourage you to examine all of the stuff around you physically, emotionally, spiritually, and social media-ly and find out if it is something that is dragging you down or lifting you up. I never want to be a friend that drags anybody down. I don't even want to be a person. I don't even want to be standing in line next to somebody who feels dragged down when they stand in line next to me. I don't want to ever bring that to someone ever. I don't care if I'm standing in the elevator with somebody. I want my energy to exude confidence and to exude excellence because I am a person of excellence. And that's what I want people to feel when they're around me. I want them to feel better, not drained, not drained when they, when they, when they leave my presence. I don't want that. You know, people they comment on Vinny all the time, my rescue dog. I, I bought, I bought, I didn't buy. I rescued Vinny from the, from the shelter March of 2021. It's almost, it's actually March. Oh my gosh, one year ago. Oh my gosh, one year ago, because I'm recording this in March of 2022. And uh, he was six months, he was nine months old when I got him. And so he's 20, he's 19 months old. And he, had a lot of behavior problems and he was adopted and returned four times in three months. You know, he was returned. He was sent surrendered to the shelter by his original family that had him for six months. Couldn't stand him, but they never trained him. They left him alone in the house and he chewed up the house because he didn't have adequate exercise or stimulation. Yeah. I would chew a table leg too. If I was left alone for 14 hours a day and bored out of my mind. Yeah. I would, I would ruin your dining room table. Yes. I'd probably pee on your carpet. Yes, I would. And so then he was adopted and returned three more times. By the time I came along, he had a lot of issues. I work with him, Stephanie, a lady I met on, who's a Code Red Rebel, who I met on uh, social media. She came to my house. She worked with me in person. She's a dog trainer. She owns a dog, a service dog training company. So she's at the real high level, you know, like 50 grand to train one of 
a dog, you know, she's real high level. She came to my house and she worked with me and Vinny and she told me what to do. She gave me the tools. She gave me the commands. She told me what to do. And I've been doing it ever since. And Vinny is turning into an incredible dog. And people say to me, wow, like he um, will be in the elevator coming down, you know, from our condo at the Grove and there'll be guests in the elevator or something, you know, and people say, wow, your dog is really well behaved for as young as he is. And I'm like, we, I work on it every single day. I work on it every single day. But it's not only that, my point of telling you this is I exude a calm, assertive state. I'm calm and I'm assertive. And he picks up on that. He doesn't test me. He doesn't get nervous around me because he knows mommy's got it. All right. I, I am I am calm and dominant. He's not, he doesn't have to be dominant. I'm dominant. I'm fine. I've got this. And even in nerve-wracking situations where there's strange noises and things he hasn't experienced, he he looks to me for confidence. He looks to me for assurance. And he's gonna get that. Even if I'm not, I completely act like that. I'm always very calm around him and he's calm. You know, he doesn't pull the leash. He doesn't, he doesn't, you know, he has little things that he does once in a while, but I'm calm. I correct him. I have my treats. I do what Stephanie taught me to do. And he's turning into an incredible dog. And so it's not just because he's half lab or whatever people think, wow, you know, you sure got a good one. No, I've made him into a good dog because I am so confident. That's the way I want to be around people. I want my calm confidence and my excellence to rub off on other people. And I want their excellence to rub off on me. And I want you to take a good, long, hard look at your surroundings and decide, do you need to clean it out? Out with the old, make room for those construction workers. Remember, I am your construction worker. You come to me for weight loss, I'm going to be the one that's doing the cleaning up. You will also, but we're going to work together. Me and my coaches, we're the crew. We're coming in to remodel your house. That's what we're doing. So I need you to clean crap out of there and make room for me and my team. Makes sense, doesn't it? I hope you enjoyed this episode of Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle. Please join us in the Code Red Network, coderedlifestyle.com forward slash APP. I know I talk about it all the time, but it's a place off social media. I'm not against social media. I just think that spending too much time in it is it can be toxic. And so, but in the Code Red Network, you never have to worry about that. You're not going to have to worry about negative negativity. We don't allow that. You're not going to have to worry about solicitation. We don't allow that. You're not going to have to talk. You don't have to worry about anything. It's 100% uplifting. It's 100% positive. It's a wonderful place to spend your time instead of just scrolling through Betty Crocker recipes where somebody's making a, a cake on fast forward. You know, you don't need that. Why don't you spend time where it matters, where it's going to lift you up and cause you to be a better person? All right. I love you guys. And I'll see you on the next episode. Thank you for joining me. Thank you for listening to Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle. If you want to stay connected to other rebels like you, join us in our private network. Our Code Red app is a one-stop shop, free from ads, algorithms, censorship, and a place where you can see, listen, and watch everything Code Red. You'll be encouraged, motivated, and fired up to stay on track with your healthy lifestyle. Get recipe ideas, tips, tricks, and help from coaches, mentors, and other rebels. You can also purchase products, programs, and coaching all right there in one place. And if you have any trouble navigating the app, we're right there to help you. So go to coderedlifestyle.com forward slash APP to join for free. 
And I'll see you on the next episode of Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle.